Hell yeah. So, if you didn't uh, read the description, we're going to talk about Dawn of the Dead. Hell yeah, 2004. Zack yeah. Snyder and James Gunn written. Um, When I saw Zack Snyder, I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. Um, I completely forgot he did this movie. It's like, oh, wow, he used to know how to make zombie movies at one point. My what theory happened? is... That James Gunn kept him in check. I, I'm I'm seeing um, Wonder Woman, like the first Wonder Woman movie, all over again, where Zack Snyder's kept in his little box for a bit. Mm. But you just know he's like, eh, 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 let me out, let me out, let me out, let me do my things. Mm. <laughs> this was a decent remake. Yeah, I I uh, love it. I forgot how much I enjoyed this movie. It's it's admittedly it's been a few years since I've watched it. Like, I tend to watch the OG one a bit more often. But, yeah, this uh, does a good fucking movie. I think the issue with uh, Romero's work is they're a product of their time. Mm-hmm. And they're limited because of... Um, if you think even um, action, you know, in terms of action scenes, the way they progress, never mind technology, but the way actors mm-hmm. are taught now and sort of combat and you know just portraying certain things like soldiers in this case and police officers mm-hmm. back then the moves were just absolute bloody chaos it was like put where this grab this thing and run about you know and that, that's and he's not the only movie it was like i said it's a product of his time definitely i kind of break us into three parts you know the sort of three acts of the movie um I would say that the first act of the remake was done. Don't hit me. It's done better than Romero. Again, I'm gonna fucking agree with you. Oh shit! I know it's fucking bizarre. I, I'm just waiting for an explosion and red <laughs> mist to cover your Dude, camera. It's true. Like, of course, George A. Romero is—he's a god of cinema. I mean, it—we would not have the horror we have today without the likes of his kind um, absolutely not knowing nobody but, will ever take out from him no but this movie it has better pacing it, it, it like even just the opening like getting to the mall everything with that versus the first one it's just so much smoother and it makes more sense yeah because in the original it's absolute bloody chaos mm-hmm. and, and the original it opens up and it's already begun the zombie mm-hmm. outbreak's begun. It's on the media. The the news networks being the news network and just completely falling apart was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was the bit where they're just randomly clearing out a house. And that whole scene with the police and the soldiers and because he's a social commentator, of course you have the uber racist just letting rip and going nuts mm-hmm. but the whole thing they're not right there's no coordination like oh somebody's throwing a tear gas canister in oh we better put our masks on mm-hmm. you know as if surprised by doing that you know there's just absolute pandemonium and i'm sorry if you're there's a saying that you um in adversity you don't rise the level of your expectations but rather you fall to the level of your training that was always something that was uh mm-hmm. taught in the us it doesn't matter you know you don't think what you're going to do you fall down to okay lads this is a situation we're in room by room we're doing it this way mm-hmm. and that that actually helps you that's the difference between training and not training yeah um another example like a paramedic some of us would uh, come across a car crash and horror fans would obviously laugh you know i mean that's as i did but normal people would throw up and stuff but a paramedic yeah. would straight away go in and start assessing the situation and applying first aid and triaging mm-hmm. the casualties. That's the difference between being trained to deal with the situation and somebody coming up against it randomly. So the way the soldiers and the police were running about like absolute loonies and just like the gas mask thing was really um, pissing me off because 
if you've ever had a whiff of CS gas, it's not fun. And you don't just go, oh, better put my mask on. Once that seal is broken, you're fucked. Shit. That's it. You know what I mean? Once that shit gets in, you're you're out of commission. Especially if it's military grade, you know, uh, CS, and it's in an enclosed space like that was with the canister, you're not... Once that breaks the seal of your mask, so you don't go into it. If you're planning to throw gas canisters, you, don't, you have your mask on. Mm-hmm. And hoods up, you know, everything's ready to go before you go in. You don't fucking go in halfway. Oh, dropped it. I have enough time to put that. You don't. You're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> so that kind of stupidity. Oh, I'm going to talk now. Put my mask on. Talk now. Put my I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> Makes for interesting filmmaking. Not for real life. Yeah, but it just shows how badly it's aged. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the pacing at the start is just, I know he's trying to come across with chaos of the scenario, but still there's chaos in the filmmaking. Whereas mm-hmm. at least in this one, we have Anne. Is it Anne? Yeah. Yeah, the nurse, right? She's going to work as normal. And she's not keeping up the news, but everything's unfolding all around her mm-hmm. to the point where, you know, boom, we'll have it. It worked. Yeah. Well, because that, I mean, that's realistic. Like, if there was something like that to happen, it's going to slowly onset and just barely seep into people's minds, like, at its peak. So, like, that's real. I believe it. Like, you're a working stiff. You're going to be dealing with shit that's more important. And then all of a sudden, oh, hey, zombie apocalypse. Fuck, I should probably do something. Yeah. And even um, in the remake, the, the bit where obviously her husband, Gets killed in that, that mm-hmm. wee girl or neighbor that you saw her speaking to before coming home. You know, what I mean, nice neighborhood, everyone knows each other. And then that, and then the complete chaos of her getting into a car and trying to drive away and somebody trying to steal her car. That was done so much better, even though the pace increased and there was chaos. Mm-hmm. It fit. Whereas in original, the first act of this, Getting into them all. No, I mean, I, the first acts to me is up to them getting into them all. Mm-hmm. In the original, it was just all over the place. And the fact that it had a helicopter involved in the first one, just randomly, and yeah. fucking all, it just bonkers. <laughs> I found it hard to take in, if you know what I mean. You know, mm-hmm. a few times it's just hard to go, what the hell's happening here? But this one, you see the progression. Um, because someone tries to steal her car she ends up crashing it so it makes sense mm-hmm. why she ends up in the culvert comes across um the cop whose name i can't remember but uh, kenneth kenneth right um comes across him it makes sense and even the meeting the other group makes sense yeah and the the plus and the feelings of this remake is the number of people involved so there was a tighter group in the original, which I think worked really well in some mm. aspects. This being a slightly larger group worked too initially mm-hmm. uh, to get them in the well, law because plus it gave us people to kill off, so that's always nice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> which made it a bit tricky with the first one. <laughs> mm-hmm. How are they going to? How are we going to get lots of people killed? Oh, right, biker gang. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fucking Tom Savini's best role ever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, to me in the remake, the first act of introducing the main characters, everything just going to rat shit and them getting into the shopping mall worked mm. a lot better. Where this kind of falls apart is the second act. Uh, it's still a good night. Don't get me wrong. It's still a good movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, it's it's a decent type movie until the end, but we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> but when they're actually in the shopping mall and they meet the three, um, CJ and the other two security guards, mm-hmm. it's just dumb. Yeah. This is, Snyder out of, this is Snyder out of his box. I will write some script. Let me write some script. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Okay. You can write that, but we're going to kill him anyway. So here, mm-hmm. there you go, Zach. Right that wee bit. There you go, son. Back in your box. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they definitely seem out of place. Excuse me. Um, 
and uh, they just seem like they'd be so easy to overpower and realistically see in the world somebody's pointing a gun at you you fucking take him out the second you get a chance at least you know especially a police officer you know i mean he's he's trained to do that you know Mm -hmm. security guards aren't no why the fuck they all had guns it's like no security guard in a mall has a fucking firearm fucking rough neighborhood eh? i guess shit Ah, mad. Um, yeah, that whole bit with the three and right, that's a large space mm-hmm. to secure. You need people, and you've got enough food and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, that's resources aren't going to be a problem unless the electricity mm-hmm. and the water stops flowing, which eventually it will. Anyway, yeah. you know, what I mean, that's that's on the cards. But mm-hmm. for a place that size, you're going to need to secure it. So you need people. Yeah. You need, um, this is why we have tribes, and that's why we lived in caves together. That's why we built mud huts together and didn't just go off and individual because it it works, communities work. Mm -hmm. So these guys just acting like absolute dipshits um, made no sense. Well, especially because, I mean, let's just go to baser instincts. Like there's fucking women there, remotely attractive women. Why are you going to be an asshole? At some point, you're going to try to fuck them. Come on. Yeah. Um, and the original, obviously, uh, the four of them get onto the roof of the mall, take it over. Um, mm-hmm. I think they made a better better use out of the situation in the original. Mm-hmm. That's where it's superior because you have an entire shop mall to yourself. You make a home out of it. Mm-hmm. Where in the remake... This is where it kind of didn't work for me. They still look as if they're... I've seen better homeless communities under bridges <laughs> than what right. they did in the shopping mall. And there's <laughs> loads of them. Yeah. Even this year, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there's no reason why they shouldn't be <clears throat> super comfortable. Like, at the very least, having a nice tent laid out. Having, like, a pretend campground. Yeah, they could have done so Come much. On, that'd be the and... Well, that's that's the funny thing about this movie. This that's the one thing I will say, I guess, sort of negative about this movie, is it felt really rushed for a two-hour fucking movie. That's the thing I don't get because they could have like really drawn out a lot more things than they did, and instead, the things that are drawn out are the things that really don't matter that much. Yeah, um, because in the original, we see them making a home for themselves mm-hmm. and that's what set off the chain of events because it's a zombie movie mm-hmm. something has to go wrong for the zombies to get in that's that's the formula yeah because if you're sitting in a nice uh secure enclosure nobody can get in well the movie's not going anywhere so mm-hmm. that thing has to go wrong um but the first one set it up so well that once they were in there they got settled they made a life for themselves and accepted the situation in the remake, it was like they hadn't quite accepted and they were only like sitting there temporary mm-hmm. planning the move, you know, still sitting on boxes sort of thing. Where in the original we saw uh God, what was it? The other Kevin, the the other cop, even using the boxes, he made a table and chairs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just that simple didn't cost any money, it was just a bit of thought. Yeah, that's what I would do. But in the remake, there's none of that. There's a bit of tarp thrown up for the other scene that we're going to talk about but mm-hmm. that was it everyone else was just living open and just laying about the place and you're like so yeah, they've only been there like 10 minutes weird. you know what i mean the the kind of made it in the original this was the length of time and they let the length of time show mm-hmm. and this it felt like this is all happening in the space of two days yeah which you know uh kind of lost me a bit what yeah. did you think about sorry? Oh no, it's just screen. All right, okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were about to say it. I'm like, whoops. No, no, that's <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> yeah, no, just straight up. That's I agree. Like the timeline for this is very wonky. You never really know how long they're there or what's taking place. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, what did you think of the introduction of the truckload of new characters? Yeah, I mean it's a good way to bring people in, I guess. Um, it worked. 
uh, yeah, I'm kind of on the fence because I think because the original it was a tight group and they made it work with a tight group. Mm-hmm. Once they brought in a bucket load of new characters and nothing changed, if they had brought in the new characters and then they turned into a fortress, you know, I mean, they started working together, putting up chainmail fence, maybe blockading off the bottom of the mall and making that a no go area and sending out foraging mm-hmm. parties, you know, and made it, um, dare I say it, like the Walking Dead sort of thing. Yeah. That would have made sense, but mm-hmm. they didn't. They just no. It's like pretty much all their introduction was was to bring the virus into the building, and that was it. Because I mean, we do get one of the cooler looking zombies out of this, but I feel like that's really about all we got with those uh, those additional characters. Yeah, um, quite strange. Same again. It just didn't you know? It didn't add anything. Mm-hmm. And then um, when the three security guards were so against having four extra people then we're finally another uh how many were there fucking another eight or so i lost count it's five right there was a couple um the, was... the one you're talking about the 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 huge girl um mm-hmm. uh yeah, well, i want to say there's five five okay so another five part yeah we'll just we'll say sudden, five all of a sudden, they're perfectly fine with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they didn't just drive up to the bay, cargo bay doors; they smashed through the door. Like, yeah, that just no. that part doesn't make fucking sense. Like, I understand plowing over some zombies, but you can also do that going much slower. Which that's I hate fast zombies. I I hate fast zombies. There's one particular scene later on, and it just had me in stitches because. The, this is where the change in zombies, like Romero, they're the walking dead. Mm-hmm. And they actually spent some time in the original going, why do they come here? And it's late in memory, familiarity, mm-hmm. and they can kind of hold on to stuff. And uh, that's, you know, I mean, there's still some of the residual human there, but the virus mm-hmm. is eating it away. They're automatons. But that was the, the frightening thing Romero brought about the original shambling zombie was that they didn't stop mm-hmm. and they didn't have pain awareness or awareness of threat. They just sensed the living flesh mm. or the, uh, actually I actually think Return of the Living Dead did a better when they talk about the brains and the eye that need the brains and it hurts and mm-hmm. communicate. But they were kind of touched on it with the original Romero version that why are they here and they're kind of shambling through like memory lapses, and then eventually that's starting to disappear the longer it goes. Mm-hmm. But they don't stop. These ones are kind of running about, stopping, starting. Um, mm-hmm. And there's this particular scene where they're running to the bottom of the stairs and then they do this. Yeah. Because <laughs> somebody's garden is like, what the fuck? Uh, it's like, what the hell's going on? Oh, mm-hmm. we, got we got a guest. We have Adam. <laughs> hey. Hey, you know what? We're yeah. all in agreement. It's fucking weird. This is so bizarre. It's a, that's what I'm saying. It's a good remake. It's not a mm-hmm. horrible remake. We've, we've done some horrible ones. Like, oh, what the hell is this? Yeah. But it's just so, uh, like, strange in certain aspects. Because the most of the story was tight. I feel, but the, the, the second part in the shopping mall itself, just fell apart. It, do, it just doesn't um, doesn't work. And it was so much yeah, potential. If they had to just followed the beats, maybe from the first movie, they'd have been golden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said earlier, I mean, it just felt like it was a bunch of just stuff. Like there was no real story. It was just setting up ways for people to die, which I'm fine with. Yeah, yeah, and I, I like cool, that. Did it need to be two hours to do that? Though? Yeah. It, yeah, for an hour and 49 minute runtime, like there should be a little bit more story. Yeah, it's already setting like an hour 20 minutes would be fine, setting mm-hmm. people up to die quickly. Cool, all for it. Mm-hmm. But taking that length of time was just, um, yeah, just yeah, <laughs> fucking Zack Snydery. Yeah, yeah, that, that's him all over. I think James Gunn keeping him in line, I think for most of it worked, mm-hmm. or else this would have been much, much worse. Yeah, I mean, fuck, look at uh, Army of the Dead or whatever the fucking last one was. That he oh, put fuck, out. I couldn't get past the that, intro. 
dude, that was I could three hours. I will never get it back. <laughs> I, I, well, so fair pity for making it through because I couldn't. I I give up. I just saw your typical fucking Zack Snyder exposition shite at the beginning. At least that's he waits to the end of the movies. <laughs> He's probably told right. You can have your bit at the end of the movie when everyone's watched it, but oh, I really don't like that man. He's a nurse. What did you think? Um, the setup for the the birth scene because we had Andre and uh, God, what was her name? Judah, you know, um, the married couple. The shit is it? Um, Luda, Luda. It was a uh, name I'm not familiar with. Andre and Luda. Yeah, so they're the married right. pregnant couple that basically come in at the start. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's great because. You know, it's a movie, and you know, as soon as you see her, it's like, oh, we're probably going to see a zombie baby. And that did not disappoint. But the setup for it was very odd. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, they're all, they're the only ones that actually threw up some tarp. Like, everyone else wasn't even organized in the bedrooms. All right. Yeah. And so I, I didn't... was just hanging about in a room, which is, that's what I'm saying. I have problems with the second act. Well, I never really considered until just now, like, where the fuck did he get those tie down straps? Like, he has like actual restraints for her from a psychiatric ward. <laughs> yeah, it's like I didn't see like a kink store because those aren't like the kind you'd find at like some goofy no, they're industrial shop. Fucking like, those are some actual type like, shit. Yeah, like the kind of shit you strap a motherfucker down with because they're crazy. And right, they're all in close proximity to each other. Because there's no setup of them, you know, building or even using, even how to use the shops as individual housing units for the groups would have made sense, but there was none of that. So the only people that have sneaked off to the side is Andre and Luda. Mm-hmm. And now Andre's the only one that's put up a tarp. Now, Anne's a nurse, and she's been looking after, and they've already had an infection. Um, mm-hmm. And that was, she just looked like one giant prosthetic. You knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But still, they had the experience of somebody infected coming into the group. And they had to be wary of people getting bit. And, oh, God, when she gave that speech, remember, we're going to shoot the guy in the head because he got bitten. <laughs> and she gave that yeah. fucking pretentious speech. It's like, it's the zombie apocalypse. You got to kill him. Fuck. Yeah, but also, um, I wouldn't mind a bullet to the head rather than going around like one of them things. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, but, oh, right. I'm going to slowly lose my marbles and maybe be inside there as my body shambles about and don't know how much is me in there while something else takes over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put the head, please. I'll have yeah, one of those. Please, please. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, we'll take two just to be safe. <laughs> both movies, the fucking need to work on their body disposal fucking techniques. I mean, hey, it works. Just throw it over the side, whatever. But it's still going to be there and fucking things decompose, you know. Mm-hmm. Once again, especially the second movie has no excuses because they have a larger group. So they could set. <laughs> Bed, Bath, and Body Works. Oh, is that what? Okay. That is. Right. Obviously, yeah. obviously, you go to the aisles that we don't. Right. Okay, Adam. Right. Yeah, no, I I would definitely be squatting or squatting in um, Bath and Body Works. Uh, fucking, especially this time of year, man. You got fucking vampire's blood. You got ghoul friend. Like it's gonna smell delightful in there, and you'll have all the hand sanitizer, all the soap you need. I mean, that's where I'm going. Yep. But body disposal, <laughs> right? Before we get to the birth scene, we'll, we'll do that. In a let's let's go on a wee tangent. Um, in the first movie, they're actually very clinical about it, picking them up, and then they put them in the fridge with the fresh food. Not the freezer. Yeah, that just makes sense. <clears throat> like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. And also, why aren't they moving that, like, the meat joints into the freezer unit? Maybe it's just me, uh, a wee bit of a food preparation background, but you, you know what I mean? You know that stuff's going to go off, even though it's vacuum sealed. So common sense background, yeah. Fucking, yeah. you know, <laughs> cut them joints into segments and fucking into the freezer so you're going to have long you know what i mean think if they're thinking long game mm-hmm. to do, and you don't dump a fucking bunch of zombie bodies <laughs> but um god who was it joe in the first one died the most like it's the most iconic scene of any zombie movie is him in the bed 
you know, that that image has been used forever. Mm -hmm. And movies like it's one of the most iconic scenes Romero created. <laughs> but to bury him and the wee fucking plot. Like like they even took the, the time to bury him in the mall itself. That was thinking, but these other guys just fuck them over the side, not thinking, oh, <laughs> these are gonna rot and fucking flies and bloat and shit right. and disease. Mm -hmm. Like, and they've got a nurse who knows about aseptic technique. <laughs> yeah. And fucking disease prevention. <laughs> Cause she's already talking about, you know, cleaning out wounds and giving people, you know what I mean? Fuck off. But meanwhile, all this, and then you've got fucking Andre acting suspiciously, taping up part of the fucking thing, and don't come in here. I know you mm -hmm. can't see my pregnant wife. Hmm. Yeah. Totally well, they've already had the conversation people. about shooting people in the head for being zombies or about to turn into one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not suspicious at all. And then it's right at the very end where she transforms and gives birth. Mm -hmm. the, oh, something's going on. The like. None of these people deserve to survive. Let's be honest. No, no, none of them. <laughs> like that's 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 kind of the rubber stamp on. These are all you need to go. That level of stupidity, mm -hmm. and not be, especially in a heightened situation, not being aware of somebody giving a somebody's fucking strapped their bed, moaning and crying twenty four hours a day. Yeah, when it's pretty quiet in that mall, anyways, because that happened before the zombies broke into the mall. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know how the fuck they didn't hear it and they're all in the same room in the same sitting on boxes <laughs> right so Sipping it's not as if they're spread out the mall. Well, yeah they're all fucking next to the cafe bar all sitting on boxes it's like what the fuck so oh oh hold on i'm just taping up this area for our privacy yeah, <laughs> yeah right we're having a look right <laughs> just... <sighs> well and especially Anne, like it... Or Anna, she's a fucking nurse. Why wouldn't she be in there? Like, oh, she sounds like she's either in pain or having a child. I should probably go over there with my medical training. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but sure. Yeah, it was a fun scene for, in terms of practical effects and mm -hmm. gore and horror. Yep, her giving birth to a zombie baby just brilliant, and him sitting, cuddling. You just knew, <laughs> you just mm -hmm. knew what it was. Um, fair enough. Um. But the whole set of that just had me slapping my head multiple times. You can you can't see the red still there. Where I'm just like going, do, do. <laughs> that was from last night. Oh man. Um then we'll go into this is where we start getting into the third act, because that kind of finishes off the second act, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. Where things are gonna go wrong. I'm in two minds. Because in the original, the way they set up the you know for the break-in made sense. You had an external force. Mm -hmm. They were going to ride it out, but then because we had the payoff that we've seen them build their home and they build their life, and then having these arseholes come in and tear it apart, uh, set Michael, the original Michael, over the edge. Because mm -hmm. he's just like, that's my home. It's our home. We built this. We took it, you know, and fired a shot, which kicked off everything. Uh that made sense. Yeah. And this one, not so much. There was a power outage, wasn't it? That's what kicked the whole thing off. Mm -hmm. There's a power outage, and then zombies have got in. And then that's where the. Is it that point they found the dog? Chips? Yeah. Yeah, because he's in the parking garage. Yeah, so they go down, and then zombies are coming in. Like, oh, right, we'll have to get out of here. Mm -hmm. Um. We'll have to talk about chips because that is such a that was such a tease because mm -hmm. you knew they were he's literally dangling the dog to go and might kill him I might not I might kill him I might not you just have yeah. to watch and see I hate that shit <laughs> fuck you and then you. of course we get the scene where he goes over to uh, what was it Andy's building I think. oh yeah well yeah we we'll haven't even talked and they're about like that, just like roping him down it's like no he'll be fine zombies don't give a shit about dogs. And the whole time, it's just like, oh, God, I swear to God, if anybody eats this dog, I'm fucking turning off this movie. <laughs> yeah, if I had done that, I was it. I was mm -hmm. done. Um, but, yeah, oh, we didn't talk about Andy. Andy was the interesting development they brought in mm -hmm. this. 
which I kind of liked. Well, it's like between him and Kenneth, like those were the two characters that made sense and actually had their head on straight. Yeah. And that, um, we got the the whiteboards, writing the notes mm-hmm. across, using the binoculars, the, them building a better community. Just, we're in this shit. How do we get through it? Mm-hmm. Playing chess. Um, and then actually, because he's in the gun store, they're, they're playing Pop the Zoe, yeah. which <laughs> was really fun. That was a fun scene. Yeah. Because, I mean, why wouldn't you do that? Absolutely, like you know, that's that's called making the best of a situation. Now we've got more no scenes than we did in the entire time they're in the mall. Mm-hmm. Do you know I mean those brief scenes? And that's what they could achieve twenty minutes off this movie because those brief scenes we got more of them accepting their situation, making the best, mm-hmm. and you also got an idea of time scale. Yeah, because that's a, they'd actually got to the point where they nicknamed the zombies going around the parking lot, mm-hmm. and it, it actually had that much of a rapport that Andy knew who they were talking about. Yeah, that shit was so them. funny. And that was just... Uh, that was enough to give me an insight of the time scale, but the stuff in the mall didn't make sense. That's where the mm-hmm. kind of ties up. But then Andy's up, he's hungry, you know, running out of food. Makes sense, so they have to get stuff to him, and that's where the whole scene where Chips comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and then that's like... That whole... Um, part of the movie is pretty much like the real horror of the entire show um, because of course he's got a walkie talkie they're talking while the dog's trying to get through and you hear him get overran and killed and it's like there's nothing you can do at all and that's the real horror of it yeah and that's that's I mean they've accepted the managed in those couple of scenes to build a rapport mm-hmm. you're invested in Andy's character and you were able to see that the group were invested in Andy as well, which, like, like I said, all the shit that happened in the mall itself was pointless. Mm-hmm. But those couple of scenes were enough that that was their nightly entertainment. They all went up the roof to let him pop zombies because he was so good with a rifle. Yeah. And then it made him valuable as well because he was in a gun store with loads of ammo, crack shot. So he became, he wasn't just an entertainment, he was a valuable asset that mm-hmm. they were going to factor into their plans. Yeah. Steve's my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Calypso agrees. But yeah. But you know what I mean? Um the band is to do in a short period of time, so all the exposition was kind of wasted. And that's where mm-hmm. I think the whole James Gunn Snyder, you know, bouncing off each other and kind of in polar opposites, you know, because they're both big ego, let's be honest. Yeah. Big ego directors in their own right. And they're both in charge of certain elements of this movie, and you can kind of see where they're grating against each other. Mm-hmm. And it still worked. Mm-hmm. And then we had the scene. So in the original movie, it's when the biker gang arrives, and that's the the whole oh shit, fortress is broken. We gotta move on mm-hmm. because you could, you know, I mean, the movie has to go that direction. Uh in the original, when did they start building the buses? Afterwards, wasn't it? After Nicole loses her mind and yes, yeah, 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 yeah because um, no, they started Nicole... building the buses beforehand. They had the plan to get out. They sorry, we had the eighteen moment where they're, they're stripping I... down. The... Yes, Fuck, because I just watched last night and already forgot. It was um, it was Nicole's actions that kicked everything off early. They weren't mm-hmm. ready to go just yet. They were preparing, but the new Andy wasn't going to last until they left. Okay, I mean, they were planning yeah. this for a couple of days in advance. They were saying, remember, they were counting down five days. Mm-hmm. And then he says hungry because yeah, and basically he needed he wasn't gonna last five days without food. Yeah, yeah. So okay. that's what that thing is. And then Nicole then loses her mind, which I agree at the same. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Same. Fuck the people. The dogs in trouble. I'm I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm mowing things down. They will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. But that's that's the same. Like in the, the original one with the biker gang, we had that element that kicks everything off. So mm-hmm. Nicole's smashing into the the gun store and they knew they needed to get in for ammunition anyway and blah blah. So they decided just to head off there and then. Mm-hmm. It started off good, you know, the idea of the conflict, but you knew one of those buses was going to get wiped out. 
Mm -hmm. because there's too many characters to fit on the yacht. Yeah. Well, I just love um, that too. Like, uh, you know, Steve being like, oh, well, you never see the captain do anything. Because he's like, yeah, I got a yacht. Let's just take that to this random island. But yeah, that guy's fucking funny. How do you find islands? Oh, right. So nobody ever charted waters or anything. You know, I mean, we all forgot about that. Mm. Right, especially you know, right off the coast of a major city. Yeah, I know it's some mysterious island. Yeah, um, just, sorry, just you know, coming from an island nation where everything you get by, you know, I mean, you've actually, um, even back in the old days, it used to be easier to travel by ship to places than by road mm-hmm. or flying. Still, now, like we go between the British Isles and the various outland islands, it's all by ferry and ships, and we use them like buses, even here in. Uh, when you go down in central London across the Thames, you've got like Uber ferries. Hmm. So you, you know what I mean? Because it's easier to tra- traverse the river yeah. and go from one end to the other than drive. So you've got like like these big taxi boat bus things as well, and just um, you know, see for a nation. So maybe the idea of people going, water? Uh, scary water? What? Uh? <laughs> Steve was the only irredeemable character in this. Like, he was just an asshole from day one to day, yeah. day end. Yeah, he was. it was funny. He was the comic relief, but at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you just kind of want to punch him in the face. Yeah, that was it. And you're just like, <laughs> he's that one character. And that's the thing um, maybe other franchises don't get. In horror movies, you have that one character, right? And they're designed to wind you up. Mm-hmm. And what to do is to tease their death. You know they're going to die because they're not going to be the final girl or final bloke. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're not coming out of it, but it's when. And any decent horror movie director that knows his stuff or her stuff understands this character. They're mm-hmm. there to piss you off, and you're just yeah. waiting for their death scene. But it's like, I'm going to give it to you. Not yet, though. Not yet. We have mm-hmm. bitches. <laughs> And you know when you're getting dangled, uh, strung along, that mm-hmm. you're in a good movie because it's like, come on, kill him now, right? <laughs> but uh, just funny, like it just didn't go shit, you know. Just yeah, I'm gonna be an asshole and all this, and mm-hmm. uh, the part was that he had the boat, like they're going to the marinas, and there's no other boats, keys or ways that I don't know, but it worked, you know. But like I said, he's just that character designed to wind you up yeah. <laughs> when he's gonna when he's gonna get to the end. Um and that's where everything just kicks off. Then the, the two bosses just crash out. Um it was funny the way they were all happy with their chainsaw tool thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this, and we can do this. Like, I, 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 and and how that was so romantic. It's like, oh, look at this chainsaw. Let's make out. Let's I mean. <laughs> To be fair, if I gave my wife a chainsaw, she'd probably make out with me. So I, I get it. But yeah, it was just so weird. That's that <laughs> just <laughs> um, and then it just turns into a straight out action flick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's very much that's the Z- uh, Zack Snyder stamp. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's been sitting in the box. I don't want it in my box. I want it in my box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, you can do this, but this is why you're brought in because you do the visual blowy up stuff best mm-hmm. right there you go you have that bit um yeah the second boss where they actually end up uh accidentally chopping each other up in the bits for the chains that's so just so goddamn funny <laughs> i fucking love that <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> but you knew one of the bosses yeah. had to go there's too many people for the yacht mm-hmm. and no way does any movie have that many survivors it's not a tv series yeah so yeah the one of them bosses had to go and go it did in such a spectacular fashion. Mm. But of course I had Steve on it, so they had to go back for it. They couldn't just leave it because he had the keys. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was so so hilariously over the top and well done. And when you think about that middle act that kind of went nowhere apart from a few bits and then this just went full full steam ahead, um, mm-hmm. it was brilliantly done. Yeah. Kind of brought you back into the movie again. Well, and then the the nice part is like once they actually get to the boat, and you think, okay, they're they're saved. They're going to go to this remote island. You start watching the credits and realize it's not a happy ending. They all get uh, taken uh, out. So good, right. and it's just so funny too, that it's it's told through the lens of Steve's 
sex camera. <laughs> so we get the little glimpses of him banging some chick and then like the them cutting over on the tape to what's going on. So good. To me, that's a minute. Um, the only way I can describe, um, because this is a reasonably tight movie, apart from the bits that we talked about, it's a mm-hmm. reasonably tight movie. You're not struggling to get through it, especially mm-hmm. when you get to the third act, because everything picks up the pace enough, so you, you kind of forget about the second act. Mm-hmm. So it worked in that respect. Right up to the minute where Michael makes a noble sacrifice, and you hear the gunshot, mm-hmm. and then the best way I can describe that point onwards just it just transfers in the fucking rob zombie movie or found footage attempt it just turns into something completely else and daft as fuck see i just find it as like it's the bow on the present to let you know that it's done like there's there's not going to be a sequel these people are fucking gone no matter what they did this was the the end for them I so, I mean, it's, it's goofy but I, I liked it and I, I love having stuff like that um you know because of course now we're in the days of post-credit scenes from marvel so you watch all the credits so you can see a two-second scene whereas this i mean it's almost a little short film that we're getting to keep your interest through seeing all the people's names. Yeah, I think maybe just doing, maybe they haven't done a found footage and done like little interspersed of like, with the same you know me in found footage movies, I hate them. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. I just hate the old But have you order. seen found footage 3D yet? No. You gotta see it, man. I know you keep saying you gotta see shutter, it. and I'm like, oh, I have to. <laughs> Oh, Anna. You do want to. I can no, assure you. No, especially, I don't want to do it. Especially if you it. got like the red and blue glasses, you, you got to wear them while you're watching it. It's so oh, I've got it in shutter and I put it in 2D. And it's like, oh, fuck you. I'm going to end up doing it at some point. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it, man. It's fucking good. I think it annoyed me about as well about the end was they did a really clever thing in the middle. They played. Down with the sickness by disturbed in a like uh are you familiar with postmodern jukebox, the band? Mm-hmm. So the do the cover song was in like 50 swing style. Oh, yeah, it was uh Richard Cheese. Yeah, so that was really clever. Mm-hmm. But of course, because both Gone and Snyder are pretentious arseholes, oh the audience is too stupid, they'll not figure it out themselves. So I'm gonna play the original song. So no. The only stupid. You're not a Hollywood. You're stupid. <laughs> it just the ruined their setup and the clever things that they've done, mm-hmm. but just the end. You know, like the music didn't fit because the whole tone of the movie and then the end just it becomes something else. And I just found it really jarring. See, I I don't know. I I felt like it kind of it went well with the movie and like the harsh transitions kind of worked almost like the transitions in the film like this this is a point in time because this is almost 20 years ago this is right at the very end of what i would consider and a lot of people consider like the the crowning point of um movie soundtracks like sometimes they put more money and more effort into the soundtracks of the movies than they did in the movies and they turned out better than them and this is like right on the very tail end of that era so it's i don't know man i think it worked i just think because it wasn't the same theme throughout the movie it was just the way it came to that you know brought in just felt different mm. maybe it's me I'm, I'm getting two against one here no one <laughs> just because i'm quiet i'm getting picked on fuck's sake Everyone's a fucking it's it's because we can't completely agree on everything. Otherwise, it's just fucking boring. <laughs> no, like, we're starting to get a pattern here where we're agreeing on too much shit. So uh, no. I'm just, I just find it very much um, the music during the movie just completely changed. Like from the gunshot, it just went into something else, and I just mm-hmm. found it a bit what the fuck. Yeah, I mean, it could and be was, worse. Could could have been like. Uh, 
the original Suicide Squad. That, that's yeah, that's, that's some harsh that's fucking music. Let's not talk about that shit. That's, <laughs> let's not go there. That, that's why we that's why we love horror because it's not that shit. Yep. I just think um what what I'm just saying in my head is the competing forces of Gun and Snyder. Mm. And each one wanting their bit. I gotta be in charge of this bit. And I can just see that battle going through this movie. And it just that's that's where I find it amusing. And Gun's wanting to do this bit, and I wrote the script, but I'm the director. You just picture those two arseholes fucking yapping at each other. <laughs> I want to do explosions. I want the music. It just that's that's just spinning back in my head. Here's the thing though, during the credits that made me um uh prick up. Heather uh Langenkamp was the special effects uh coordinator for this movie. Yeah, it's a trip. I'm like, bloody hell, is that what she's been doing with herself? Because she kind of, <laughs> you know, after uh, the final nightmare, she kind of fell off the radar. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that she's made a whole career for herself in production and special effects, makeup, and she's like, fuck it, I'm going to do that now. It's more fun. Right, and that just makes her so much cooler than she already was. I just saw her. You know, knowing you're just like, uh, name him. Oh! Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can thank the... If it wasn't for that... um and create a scene. I wouldn't have picked that up. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you just give me a headache, but, you know, at least I got to see Heather and relive some <laughs> right. of my, my old faps. <laughs> right. You just need to see the name start and it again. <laughs> <laughs> For research purposes. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, man. So, there you go. Um, I did enjoy the movie. I know mm-hmm. I know it might come across a bit prickly, but I did actually enjoy the remake. No, it's it's fucking fun and it gives you everything that you want in a zombie movie. And it even gives you boobs. So I mean that's like the cherry on top. More than once. Um yeah, more than once. I it's so funny too, because it's just so out of place, but it doesn't matter because it works. Yeah, because we do get boobs in the original, but it was so strange. It was very 70s. Um Ah, uh, God, what a, you know that 70s style um, of movie making mm-hmm. where they do sex scenes and it's all very high thought, you know, thought pieces mm-hmm. with naked people. Um, it's almost like Rosemary's Baby as well when they do the sex scenes there, you know, it was very that sort of vein where they're yeah. sitting on the bed, you know, and she just has them. High. And it always makes me laugh in movies. No way they always have the sheets that go perfectly up the hair, but go all the way down to the waist just to cover the right bits, which makes right. no sense. So she's Yeah, and with this, it's just, it's like the fucking, it's like Night of the Living Dead. There's just a random naked person walking around. <laughs> you gotta love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was funny. Um, like I said, in the end, they just, let's throw some boobs out. You're like, mm-hmm. what the hell's going on? And then you realize it's fucking Steve's webcam. It was just like... Yeah. But they tried to make it fine footage, which made me if I had have just been holding that and just did the scenes as normal, I'd have been more on board. But yeah, hey, see, like me. I said, for me, it just sort of seemed like a, a separate short film that was related. So, like it, I bought it. It made sense for me. Yeah, but this, um, just in just in conclusion, because yeah, I did enjoy this movie, mm-hmm. despite some of the words coming out of my mouth. I did enjoy it. I don't think it pissed on the original. No, not at all. It didn't do the lazy trope of let's gender race swap the main characters and make them completely different. What they did was they, they brought a completely separate set of characters into the same situation. And that well, thing played differently. I feel like doing that with a remake of a Romero flick already is fucking stupid. Because George Romero would cast outside of the typical Hollywood um, confines. And it was never really like, a, um, at least early years, it was never a, a, an agenda or anything like that. It was just like, oh, I went with the best actor for the role. It just so happened to be X, Y, or Z. So to take that that's already progressive and swap it, it's like, cool, we're we just going to get a bunch of clan members in this or something? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, it'd be fucking stupid to try to do that. Back to my original rant. 
right, you fucking idiots, stay out of horror. We have had that sort of for fucking decades. And fuck off. Yeah. Don't fight me other franchises. <laughs> Do your stupid shit there, but stay out of our lane. We're mm. we're sort of we're good. Yeah, because there's no being progressive or being forward. It's just it horror encompasses everybody. So why wouldn't you see representations of everybody in horror? Like that just wouldn't make sense. Yeah, so well, in fact, there's probably a fucking movie out there, clowns versus zombies. It probably has a movie if we look it up. Probably, and I want to watch yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what I'm going to hunt and do a review on it. Fuck it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, actually, no. We uh, don't give a shit. I'm look it up. <laughs> we have been free from the constraints, and fuck, I just laugh the way Hollywood preach at us about the stuff that they have done, telling the fa- the customers that we're the bad people for shit that they have done. It's like mm-hmm. fuck off, you dickheads. <laughs> But yeah, um, <laughs> oh no, good movie. That the kept it in the same spirit of the Romero one, which was good. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we'll, we'll see what's in the future. We know what's in the future. Mm-hmm. And it's not a good place. <laughs> so at least yeah. this one kept it in the spirit of Romero's original. And by refreshing it, by bringing new characters into the same situation, we're not getting a rehash. Mm-hmm. The only problem with this is the second act, because this we're able to tell a compelling story with a few scenes, but there's a lot of fluff. Strip that away, and this would have been a really, really tight movie. Yeah, but oh, no, I'm I'm happy with it. Yeah, it's it's one of those ones that, uh, like I said from the beginning, like I just forgot how good this movie is, and yeah, it's it's I, I will say. It doesn't, I guess it kind of has the same flaws as the original Dawn, where the higher the definition gets, the less it kind of holds up. Um, Because, I mean, I was watching this on Blu-ray on a 4K TV, and you could really see the seams on some of the makeup. But it's, I don't know, with zombie movies, I feel like you kind of, there's a bit of forgiveness uh, when you can see the seams. Like the original Dawn of the Dead, <laughs> when you see him eating the actual foam, you just you believe it. But we've had this conversation with Suspiria, for example. Um, the the whole process of making a four K don't just do it for the sake of doing it. Have a wee mm. bit of thought. Some of the old techniques were there for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, film grain was a beautiful thing. Yep, and the the mist and you know things like you didn't see glove puppets. <laughs> I'll never forget yeah. that little day I die. Freaking glove puppet dog. Fucking what the hell? Mm-hmm. Oh man. So there we go. Um that's our review. That's uh oh no, we're we're all same board together. Both mm-hmm. we had the same opinion. So that that makes a change. I I thought this was gonna be completely diametric. Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. I I can understand that because I mean I am a bit of a purist. Oh, okay, okay, all right. I think I found something. I'm gonna go ahead and post the link. Oh my god, yeah. So okay, so we might have to f- try to find this and watch this. Oh, have you found a movie? Found an IMDb link. This is uh, Clue Clux Zombie. From Project Z, the history of the zombie apocalypse. Um, right. Apparently, it's an episode I that aired August fifteenth of twenty twelve. Do me a favor, check down the uh, the other, see the private chat. But um, no, I'm not seeing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll go yep. ahead and send that over. Give me a wee start. Yay. Technical stuff. We're yeah. Do you know what? Every time we're doing this, we're we're discovering new toys and. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Yeah, so I think uh, I think I'll have to see if there's somewhere to watch this shit because that sounds funny as hell. Like here, here's the setup. Greg is the dumbest man on the planet. Fortunately, he has his best friend to keep him company through the zombie apocalypse. Unfortunately, Matt is the second dumbest man on the planet. <laughs> it's like that's great. <laughs> That's I mean that's all you need. Besides the milk uh, of zombie for venom. 
Fuck Martin yeah. Greg just needs to play Mad Sanders, the KKK, Matt and Greg battle for their lives in this. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh, this is <laughs> great. Project said. Is this going to happen? Is this happening? No. This happened. This was a TV series from 2012. If uh, if I could get my computer to work, I'd see where we can watch this shit because I need to watch this. I don't even know how I fucking missed this. Let's... Once again, there you go. If <laughs> it's a bit like porn, if that's somebody's beaten off to it, if it can be done, uh-huh. there's a horror movie made about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that's how to do it. Oh, do you know so what it funny. sounds like? Do you remember that um, series, The Gooks of Hazard? No. Oh, God. <laughs> what the fuck? So basically, these two Asian guys were playing, you know, playing the Dukes of Hazard, uh-huh. <laughs> and then uh, somebody's arms like good, 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 and then they were doing like they were playing with all the stereotypes. Uh-huh. So like they were getting like wiener dogs and putting them like oversized buns and pretend to eat them while they're escaping <laughs> from the. <laughs> Fuck. It's probably banned now. What is it? It's probably um... oh yeah, yeah. That's that shit wouldn't fly nowadays. <laughs> Even Jesus. though, Jesus, <laughs> no, I mean there'd be burning torches and pitchforks. Of... But that mm-hmm. that was a thing that went on for like loads of episodes. That was funny. YouTube. That's that's what this sounds like. Mm-hmm. It sounds like that sort of same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can confirm. <laughs> uh, I thought we didn't talk about man camp. I thought that was the first rule of man camp. <laughs> no, you gotta, you gotta vaguely talk about man camp. Gotta Just tease everybody. Somebody tease. Oh my god. Okay, it's on Prime apparently. At least uh, this side of the pond. So I'll have to have a look. Yeah. Um. We might be doing a. We haven't done a series oh. in a while. No, that's that is different. Damn it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. I'm gonna find this fucking thing because yeah, we we need to yeah. Watch um, this. We haven't done a series in a while. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, I think we'll have to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most definitely. Back to what I said, fucker. Stay out of horror. We've got that sorted. <laughs> we've already right. fucking done a hundred times. We've laughed at it. Fuck you. <laughs> right. And your manufactured fucking controversy. We can create our own controversy. Yeah, thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> anyway, um, I suppose we'll get this wrapped up because <laughs> this could go on for about um, nine hours. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, that's Just falling down the rabbit hole and you listening to us go, oh, I want to watch that. <laughs> yeah. well, we'll, we'll do the after effect when we we'll actually watch the things and we'll go through it. Then tell you why you shouldn't. But um, just want to finish up and say um, thanks very much to our September contributors uh, for Horrific mm-hmm. Tales uh, JP Burns, Charles Welch, Eli Bales, WH Lockwood, and to finish off the month, we'll have Cody Exelberger. I hope I haven't butchered your name. Um, there were Brianna's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to ask her how to pronounce her name because I, I butcher people's names like nobody's business. Yeah, yeah. But so fun. <laughs> Once again, folks, do the like, share, the clicky things, uh, all that good stuff, the commenty things. Um, keep an eye on the channel. We do tons of live streams for different things. We've got our weekly segment where we feature independent authors. We talk about movies. Sometimes mm-hmm. we play games. This show's been going for two years now, and to date we have featured... 93 stories, 87 Jesus. authors, and I haven't counted how many movies we've actually talked about during the time, but uh, we've been busy. Yeah, we try. <laughs> we, we do. We're, we're trying to keep this thing going, but if you don't watch and don't subscribe, then you're not helping us out. And how are you hearing this if you don't watch? That's yeah. what I really want to know. And how can we offend you if you don't listen? Right. You can't get offended if you don't watch us. I, I just can't wait for the cancel mob, and I'm just like, come on, bring it on, bitches. <laughs> right. Come on, fuckers. <laughs> you said this, uh, yeah, but did you see the time when I said this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this? And now what I'm going to say? 
Well, and I think it would be them just coming after you because I'm not safe to come after because I'm a minority. So I'm I'm invincible. I mean, I'm from a tiny me. country of less than <laughs> two million people. So meh. <laughs> no get more minority than that, and people try to pretend we don't exist. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, man. But on a, on a serious note, yeah, folks, please check us out. Share, get get the word around. Get uh, get the word out as many uh, independent creators as possible. Uh, let's get their voices out there. Support the projects. Uh, links will be in the description. All that good stuff. And until next time, keep it creepy. Keep it horrific. horrific.